Man United six one. This ain't FIFA. What's going on? But you know what? I've, you know what I've taken from what what happened during the weekend. Forget about Man United because Man United at the moment they're crap anyway. They're going through things. Man United they they're on their period at the moment, so I'm not gonna bother with Man United. But Liverpool, you know what what's happened? They basically said to other teams that I watched that obviously everyone's seen the match in it. They basically said to teams, yo, listen, when we're we're not we're not on it. Simple as that. Because from I mean one goal, two goals, three goals, that's it, innit? Let's okay. Now 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 we're getting into something here. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but once you've allowed Aston Villa to score more than three, four, five, six, seven. With eleven players on each side, come on, what like? Yeah, we all have bad days. We all have bad days. Yeah, that's not you know, a bad day. That's, that's just nah, that's, that's the end up. of an era. That's they've fucked. Had, they've had a bad day, and then they've just they've just they've just packed it in and give up. Yeah, it's like the time when you when you was beating me on favour. I got pissed off. I was just kicking the ball out of play every time. Yeah. Passing it back to the goalie. That's what Liverpool did. To be fair. I mean, you that's can't, you can't give up, man. As champions, you can't lie. That's 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 a perfect example of giving up in life, and um, you know, it's just it's just sad to see, it, man. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I was like, come on, man, what the fuck's happening? He got to a point where he's just like, you know what? Is this a joke? If you have a bad day, you still got to give everything your full attention yeah, and you know maintain you know, like respectability and, and that you got a duty to do that. You can't be giving up and mm. letting that many guys go. And then on the other hand, I was thinking, you know what? Are they playing this way because Sadio Mane isn't playing? And that's what it looks like to me. So that they lost Mane and Alisson, but two yeah, but they still should have enough on that to be doing yeah, that. The, the same defense, the same midfield, the same strikers. What, what's happening? See, it's not like this is a cheap team, is it? Jesus. And I don't think whoever they're playing next, I don't think they're just going to get in there and rinse them. Whoever they're playing next and for the rest of the season, trust me, teams are now coming in to play Liverpool thinking, yo, we've got a chance. If you got a rinse by Aston Villa, who who struggled to survive in the Premier League last season, you think we're going to come to play you guys next and just, you know what I mean, come with some meaty stats? Nah, man, we're coming in and we're going in hard. And they're going to find it difficult to put teams over now. Because yeah, you basically show teams that, you know what, we can be beaten thoroughly. Yeah, you show weakness, that's it. You can't show weakness, can you? Yeah. That's the thing. It's, that's a lesson in life. You, you show weakness, you show vulnerability, and that's it. Yeah, and it has I mean, to be a tiny bit, and then it gets picked up. But don't forget, that's a couple of times Liverpool have been walloped now. But mm-hmm. what, Watford wallops and what was that for? I was just about to touch season? and back to say... Obviously, we, we gave them that one saying, you know what, you've had a whole season and you've lost just one match. You drew one match, you lost one and you won the rest. We'll give that to you. And obviously, fatigue and all that kind of stuff kicks in. Understood. But starting a fresh season and losing to a team who was almost relegated, seven seven goals, conceding seven goals. Yeah, let's be honest there. They were, they were beaten by a team that would have been relegated if it yeah. wasn't for a computer problem. A technical difficulty meant for the exactly. Come on, man. But fair play to them. They've still got to do the business and they did. So that, that, to be honest, I think that's their, their guaranteed safety already because that confidence they're going to take from that, get, that's going to carry them through to, to yeah. safety, I'm pretty sure. I, I, they'll I, they'll I, pick I, up I, points now just based on they've got that belief they can do that. But it's yeah. just a mad mad time for football. You've got the champions got have been beat seven. City finished second. They've already lost by five goals this season. 
Man United finished third. Dave let six in. So it's madness. I don't know how Solskjaer stays in a job at Man United. I really don't. Uh, I see personally, I need him gone. But I mean, this 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 podcast in a football podcast, and we just touch on you know subjects briefly and we keep it cracking. But if answers are getting to it, so shit, I don't think he's he's the man for the job, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Like when the team's losing, you're still sitting on 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 a chair like with your legs crossed. What is this? Like a cinema or something? Like what's going on? You don't hey. talk to the players during the match. Like you, so you telling me you say all you have to say to the players in the locker room, and as soon as they come out to the pitch, you leave them to their own devices. Who does that? Uh, it's madness. If this guy was was a rubbish manager at Cardiff, <laughs> he's managing Man United. I don't know. And the only reason they stayed in it so long is because they threw so much money at it. You know, last year they finished third basically because they threw sixty, seventy million pounds at Bruno Fernandes. He was probably the best player at the last few, the last quarter of the Premier yeah, League but, season. But we're, get, we're getting found out anyway. I've been saying to people that, yo, listen, we already had a Bruno Fernandes in the team. That's not what we need. We keep signing players that we don't need. Bruno Fernandes, you've already got Pogba there, but you're playing him defensively, so you're not going to get the best out of him. That's the same thing Chelsea's fucking doing. You're playing Con- Conte where he doesn't belong. You ain't going to get the best of any player if you're playing him in the wrong position. And now you've signed Donny van der Beek, who's the same cut. Like, come on, man, what's happening now? We've got Cavani. That's another far cow. Yeah, yeah. Before man, Cavani, we had Igalo. Like, what's is this Man United? The way we used United. to have players that once you hear we're signing this player, people started to make sure they were checking themselves. Are we ready for these guys next season? Not you listen, you're signing Cavani, all right, whatever. You're signing Igalo, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, See, at the start of the season... The problem, things. sorry to cut, keep cutting you off, bro, I'm speaking so passionately because obviously I'm a Man United fan. Look at our defence. Why are you... Come on, man. Like, if, you, if you're if you wearing a shoes, right, and you're, uh, if you put a shoe on and it's hurting, you know exactly where the shoe's hurting. So why are you trying to sort the problem out where there ain't no problem? we got no defenders... That's where you need to sort out. That's the you need to bring more defenders into the team. Yeah, yeah, this Not is what I was going to say. And strikers, Harry Maguire is here fucking about every single game. Luke Shaw's there fucking about. Good, you brought Alex Telles in. That's brilliant. But we need more defenders. Eric Bailly can't play two or three games without being injured. You know you got Lindelof, who's the same as Maguire. They're just in there fucking about. That leaves room for Juan Bissaka to do what the fuck he wants. You find him in the midfield. Almost striking. Like, what's happening? No structure in the team. The manager's not talking to the players. He's not saying nothing. He's just sitting there with his legs crossed, waiting for some magic to happen. And the other day when we won Brighton, I was like, how the fuck did we come out of that match with any point? Yeah, that was very hard. That was even Fergie didn't get a goal in injury after the game. Fergie had he used to get the light ones, but he's never got one after the whistle. So that's. You know what I mean? Yeah, that saved you there. But to be fair, when I look on the pa- on, on paper at the start of the season, I was convinced United they've got a first eleven there that could challenge with the addition of another centre back, with the addition of a left back, and then and then you know a couple of players. The bench looks weak to me, but you, when you've got a midfield that's got Van Van what's his name, Donny Van de Beek, Van, van Beek, what him, Pogba and Bruno Fernandes in the middle, that's solid. Then you've got Rashford, who's a good player. You got Greenwood who's coming through and Martial, and then you, if you, 
maybe they're a strike, a, a proper number nine, top quality striker short, and they were centre half short. So Tellers is good at left back, mm-hmm. but, but then you've seen people like Ruben Diaz and Nathan Ake and players like that going around, and Man United have not been in for any of them. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. And then, and, and then um, Spurs bring in Bale and Regulon and. Oh Come on, there you go, there you go. So you're trying to tell me Spurs have got more pulling power than Man United? Uh, uh, Carlos, on, Carlos Vinicius, all of those could have done Come a job with Man United. Man United have added those. Got Quilly, how are you signing Maguire for £84 million when you've got Bali? That's If we put £65 million in Napoli, don't let him go tomorrow. you got Upamecano in Leipzig, you put £50 million, he's gone. you got bare defenders, right? I, I would give... Thirty million pounds to that Valencia defender. What was his name, man? That gives us a problem. Which the one, one? that scored the overhead kick. The Valencia centre back that plays for not Valencia. Yeah, was it Valencia? No. What team won the Europa League, bro? Oh, Sevilla. Sevilla. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That centre back. He was causing the most problems as well. Diego, Diego Carlos. That's it, Diego Carlos. You get me? You're telling me we can't deal with a defender like that, but we couldn't sign a defender like that. If Spurs could be regular, he would just come from there. You're telling me we couldn't bring my man to the team? Yeah, well, selling to him as well. They sell, they sell players, they're happy to do it because they bring more in, selling to him. But yeah, man, they sign faithful, bro. But on that basis, though, we've got to address this f- FIFA. Yeah, man, both, let's jump straight into it, man. Both, both, both myself and King Gold, for the listeners, sorry, we had a bit of a co- football conversation amongst ourselves. Now, quite entertaining. But what we're doing for you, the listeners, both myself and King Gold, have been lucky enough to have the early access of FIFA 21 this week. Yeah. So we're going to give you our early opinions on it. Um, I think do you want to kick things off, bro? Because you're more of a seasoned FIFA player than me. I, I think you need to start off because you you made me. I didn't even know about this early access shit. So I think we need to start it like that, and then you give me a free pass, and then I I'll come in and say what I have to say. Well, I'll kick things off. I got the early access. I'm a veteran FIFA player. I don't play lots of games of it. I'm more of just a casual casual game I'm not somebody that's going to spend hours on ultimate team building that team all week and that but I've been on every FIFA since FIFA 96 but I think this is the first one that I'm not going to buy in all the years just because for me this FIFA 21 it's just no different really to FIFA 20 to me it's a squad update and a kit update not enough changes for me to be warranted 55p's <laughs> I ain't doing that shit, man. You reckon they'll be extorting you if you were to buy that? That's extorting me, man. So I, yeah. ain't, uh, I ain't up for that extortion. Um, <laughs> friendly, so for, friendly extortion. <laughs> so for me, it's a no. For, it's a no for me for this year's FIFA, and I'll go into more details shortly. But yeah, it's just it's just a glorified update. Game gameplay feels slow. And, you know, as we've spoken about previously, I'm a converted Pez man now. I'm back on Pro Evo and that gameplay. If we're talking about gameplay, if we're taking all the glamour, all the all the nice little touches and all the presentation that FIFA's got, because FIFA wins hands down when you're talking presentation, licences, stadium and that. 
where he matters out on the pitch, playing the game. Pez is, is superior for me. Play, you're playing a different players. You can tell that you're controlling a different player. You know, you want to control somebody like Ronaldinho in the classic team. You know that as soon as you pick up the ball, that's Ronaldinho on that ball. And you want to just start dribbling just because you're playing with him. You pick up the ball with Beckham. You know that's Beckham on the ball. You want to ping a long ball in. You want to play a style of play. Get your big man up front, start pinging the ball up to him, causing some problems in there. You can do that. Just, uh, just everything about the gameplay just just feels superior to me from PES 21 to FIFA 21. Everything else other than the gameplay, FIFA wins hands down. I just wish they would combine the two to create the ultimate football game, but we can uh, can dream on. But yeah, what I know you think differently to me, bro. So what you know, we always talk about balance on this podcast. So it's good to hear your thoughts as well. So we've got me that I'm not. I'm a, I'm all for PES 21. I'm not giving FIFA 21 a good review. It's my first time since '96 that I ain't gonna buy the game. But I know you think a bit more positive about it, bro. So you, I know you're more of a you play more than me as well so especially in recent years so you want to let the people know what your verdict is bro right so i'm going to take the listeners on a little journey on how i got into playing fifa anyway um i've always been um a pro evolution advocate like obviously i started playing pro evolution since when it was winning 11 but um i think in 2012 I had a neighbour who had FIFA 12 and I used to go around and have a bash. And for some reason I thought, you know what, this looks way better. The gameplay, obviously the full licence with the you know, jerseys and all that kind of stuff. The names of the teams where you get me the actual names in real life instead of, you know, the T-side and all that North London type shit. So, like, throughout the years I've always enjoyed playing FIFA. Up until I think FIFA 20 which was the last one. So I think they made some drastic changes to the game, which was a bit, I don't know, the defence was a bit, you had it. They brought in this two-man marking thing where you could control two players at a time, um, which threw me off a little bit, but I had to get used to it because obviously I play seasons on FIFA. So I had to get used to playing people online, which is what I'd obviously, I'd advise you to do later on if you want to get back into it. It's like, playing online games rather than career modes because it helps you to see the way other players play and obviously life is living and learning and you live and learn you know every day but back to fifa um so fifa 21 obviously you told me about the year access been went on playstation store got that got fifa 21 early access you got 10 hours to play the game so so far i've had a few games and to be honest Nothing major has changed. They've done a few updates to the game, but nothing major has changed in it. So me personally, on the contrary, you know, from what you've said, like I enjoy the game. I like FIFA. I think it's challenging. I like a challenge in it. It's not just FIFA ain't a game you're gonna just get in and breeze through. If you're playing career mode and like kickoff and that with your brethren, that's fine. Once you start playing online modes and you're playing against people from different parts of the world. You, you get found out really soon if you're good or not. So I think that's that's what that's what makes me um, love to play FIFA. But um, the features are probably still the same. Obviously, they've updated the jerseys and the transfers and all that kind of stuff. But um, I've got nothing to complain about it at the moment, really, bro. But you've, we spoke about this earlier before the podcast. Obviously, you've told me about 
pest in a pro evolution. So I'm gonna have a bash. I'm gonna play for him pro evolution myself V. See how that goes, and then you never know, man. I might change my mind, but at the moment, I think I'm quite happy with FIFA. To be honest, the only thing they that I don't like about FIFA is that the ultimate team is just you get me. It's kind of like a rat race, isn't it? You need to spend so much money to get the best players, and I haven't got that kind of time to invest in playing a fucking game. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've got responsibilities and shit. But apart from that, man, the actual gameplay itself, I enjoy other things like defend properly because my defense is a little bit still weak even my striking like up until this FIFA 21 I didn't really apply the um I, I don't know exactly what it's called but basically when you've got possession of the ball you can get your players who are in with the ball to get into certain positions that you want him to go so I'm still trying to make sure I'm conversant with that but generally speaking man I'll give FIFA 21 from what I've seen so far a cool um, 7.5 out of 10 even at 8 I think for me you hit the nail on the head there with the rat race um, and to me that, that's when I probably stopped enjoying FIFA when Ultimate Team got more got stronger because mm-hmm. you play that mode and then you end up just playing games for the sake of it you start sweating into games mm-hmm. getting your number of games in to get you, your points to get to the weekend league and all this shit and then the enjoyment guys you're just playing games for games sake you just getting through the games and I think at that point you put us getting through that many games and stuff I just lost interest with it weren't getting any enjoyment from the games just finding things the same and then when I made the move to Pez around about that t- around about that time last year then I just enjoyed playing the game more it might be just a case of it's something different but on, on the actual gameplay and the tactics side I just, just enjoy playing pro like say when you pick up pick up that play and you want just think I'm just gonna have a dribble here with this play you know you, you pick out one of the pacey players and you know that you're controlling a pacey player straight away you got to match up with a fullback who's a bit weak you can go at him I don't see that type of thing on uh, FIFA so much I don't fi- I don't feel it when I'm playing as much I'm not saying it don't happen but I'm just uh, you, don't, you don't feel it so much like I said the FIFA presentation and that is hands down better everything else is but one thing one gripe I'm going to have about FIFA 21 and hopefully this is something they're going to you know they could bring out a patch in a week's time that will fix all these bugs and I might like it and get back into it so I'm not ruling it out I'm just saying for now I'm sticking with Pro but I was playing FIFA 21 as Wolves Daniel Pardons came on he was, he was bald man he's like John Josh Shelby what's that I don't know what that was about that was ridiculous I mean come on sort that out yeah. that's you can't do that to the players, man. Come on, man. FIFA is such a big enterprise or a franchise or whatever the fuck they are that on launching a game as big as FIFA, you have to make sure things like that, you get me, are patterned up properly. You can't have players not looking like themselves. It's fair enough if they haven't got the face likeness for him. But I'm sure I thought that was a thing. All the Premier League players had the face likeness and whatever. But if you know, you yeah, know put some hair take, on him at least. It's ain't a deal bad, breaker if not. But yeah, don't make him bald. That's crazy. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it was a glitch or something. He had no eyebrows or nothing. Just <laughs> a mad thing. You know what? But yeah, but the, the, that's the beauty with with. Pez as well. If you're getting it on PlayStation, you can download the option files. You can get them through eBay or Amazon, or if you know a website, you can get one. You can then add all the real kits and real names and badges and likenesses in there. 
even more. Like, the likenesses are there anyway on the player names, but the real NAC teams and stuff and the league licenses aren't there, but you can download a patch and just add it on. But I think if you play it on Xbox, you can't do that because Xbox doesn't have the facility to upload files from a USB or like a external storage. Yeah. So that's a bit shit if you play it on Xbox. So if you play it on Xbox, I can see why you wouldn't touch it. Still got like the Italian teams and stuff like that on there, but we're talking a uh, we're talking PS review here. Yeah, I definitely need to give um, Pro Evolution a bash because you know you know you know it's like it's like having that ex that you, you were in love with and it done all the mad thing with and obviously now you've elevated your game and you're with your new thing and your new thing is patterning you up right but every now and again you get flashbacks in it so I might need to go back and see my ex a little bit talking about pre-evolution see what she's saying yeah I like so, that analogy yeah. and plus plus the price pays 21 is 20 quid 20 quid as well man she's worth she's worth less but you know I might like, have to see. <laughs> 55 for FIFA is a lot to spend on an yeah. update for me because uh, when I, I could I could buy it or I could get me some nice whiskey or something for the cold weather. I'm looking at getting into some like Canadian whiskeys or American whiskeys. So if there's any listeners out there who've got any advice on that, let me know. If you've got any hot whiskey tips, give us a heads up. Mm. Share the knowledge, share the love. But also, if you've got any thoughts on FIFA, if you've done the early access as well, um, let us know what you think. Or by the time this is hitting, I think some of the some of the pre-order versions are available or yeah. if you're getting it at the standard edition at the end of the week let us know what so, you think so, so I'm going to ask you a quick question bro you know like if obviously we both got the early access thing at the moment but if you had pre-ordered for FIFA 21 you're getting it today so if I was to go on PlayStation Store now can I still get that? no no see if you've got the early access mm. you don't have to download the game again you just pay the money and it just doesn't it just you know, it unlocks it and you've got the full game then. Yeah, but you reckon I can do that today then, once this one's up? Yeah, you don't have to wait for the trial to expire or anything. Alright, cool. I thought I thought I couldn't because I didn't pre-order it. Nah, so you can just go on and order the... You have to buy the mad version now, don't you, or something? I don't know. There's that many versions, I, I don't... So they've got, they've got... Yeah, I think they've got three versions and you got the standard one, you've got the limited edition, or then you got the champions... All that stupidness. Yeah, that's ex- that's extortion yeah, yeah, yeah. at the highest level. That's why I don't like, man. That's been that's been um, that's dodgy. That is the bloke who's come up with that idea is probably wearing a fucking mask and a fucking stripe. But well, he was wearing a mask because it was COVID. Mm-hmm. But he's probably yeah. wearing a fucking stripe jumper as well. The fucking thief. <laughs> See, that's the only thing I don't like about these corporations. You get me? They take the piss, man. You know, you know this. You know, most of the people that buy these games are kids, and it like. They're like between three years old to maybe like 16-year-old kids or something. And they ain't got the money to buy it. You know they're going to have to get the money from the parents. You're getting them to pay for so much shit. Fee for points, fucking the game itself, the next edition, the champions. What, like, come on, man. When are the, the customers or the consumers going to be uh, a, a priority or paramount in your decisions? When are you lot going to say, you know what, this year, we'll give you FIFA for half price, £20. When's that going to happen? Because yeah, I'm for the people. They should have done that this year, especially being as... I've invested so much in these idiot games, year in, year out, the console itself, fucking PlayStation Plus, to have that on, that's seven quid a month. Yeah, 
<laughs> especially as there's only a minor difference to the game. Just say this year, and especially because you know we understand there's a minor difference because the new consoles are coming out. So I think that's what Pro Evo, the, whoever makes that game, said. They said we'll do it cheaper this year because do it cheaper this year because they've not really made much changes to last year's game because mm-hmm. they're going to focus all their attention for the new game for the new consideration, console. Consideration, consideration. Put the users first. Nah, man, these fat pigs put themselves first. I feel sorry for the parents who like kids have got their yeah, card I mean, linked linked to the card. The kids these days they demand that shit, man. They ain't asking for it. When I was growing up, I yeah, used to yeah. have to ask for games and still wouldn't get it. These lot demand for it, mom. If twenty one's coming out next week, I'll have to have them because all yeah. my friends are getting it. No, they're just rinsing the parents' yeah. cards, just ordering FIFA points, hundred pounds here and there. Then you got Fortnite over there killing it as well. So yeah, yeah, non-refundable fucking debts. So yeah, parents sort the kids out, man. Fucking down techno shit. Take I'm them on down. a leash. I'm on a leash and bring them down here. That's it, man. <laughs> Put them on a leash. No fucking games for a while. None of that yeah, madness. Me. Lock off well, the Xbox for a bit. When, we, when I was a kid, you, you, there was none of this online gaming. If you had a game, that was it. You'd be in your room playing That's it for yourself. It none of this, oh, I've got to get fucking, I've yeah. got to spend £100 because I need to get the new fucking Jack Grealish version on FIFA <laughs> with his fucking stupid hair. <laughs> none of that shit. You know, if you wanted to do some, if you wanted to play someone, you had to go, go out and find a real yeah, friend and then get your friend to come around. Yeah. So youngsters, sort yourselves out, man. Stop, don't be rinsing your parents of uh, actual real money for FIFA points. If you Nobody, be a friend anywhere all day long. Try and get you big, become a pro. Make some money on that fucking FIFA and pay your parents back. Stop being foolish. That's it. Team of the week, Abamyang means nothing in real life. Mm-hmm. You take that into a job interview, they're just gonna <laughs> laugh at you. <laughs> Exactly. You can't so, put that on your record of achievement on your CV. Yeah, yeah. do you have a job? But I, you know, I've got a team with hundred chemistry. I had team. I had team of the week. Ninety rated Anthony Martial or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, let's get on to shout of the week. Do you want to go for one or do you want me to fire in? Yeah, I'm going for shout of the week's been. I think it's gonna be fucking Aston Villa. Or the Premier League again, man, for myself, man, Kai, it's been a big shock. Man United losing, what What was it, 6-1 to Spurs? Understandable, Spurs ain't a shit team. You could put Spurs and Man United in the same bracket now. That's if Spurs is not higher than United. So I'm not even going to... That that's not a shock. But Liverpool to get their arses caned. That's a caning, that is. But Aston Villa... 11 men in the pitch, no red cards, and you're getting fucked up like that. That has to be shot of the week. So big yeah. up Aston Villa, big up Grealish and the hairstylist and that. You get me? Big up the new kid, Mr. Watkins. You get me? You're doing you're doing a bad man thing, man. You're killing it there. Big up Ross Barkley as well, getting in there and getting his debut goal. So yeah, man, big up Aston Villa. They're down the road from man anyway, so big them up. Uh, shout of the week for me. I'm going to go something different because this has been a football crazy episode, isn't it? Mm. So I'm going to go music. For me, shout of the week, one of my favourite albums of all time. Don't tell me Bon Jovi. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, no chance. Um, five, 25 years since this album came out, Oasis, Morning Glory, one of the best albums of all time. 
so if you know if you know about it you know about it if you haven't check it out yeah. 25 years one of the greatest albums going but if you don't like it it's still iconic piece of history from that time it's an album or a piece of music that really summed up that time what it was like iconic from that 90s period 95 so I'm going to keep well, it what's the album that. called? Morning Glory Morning oh, Oasis what's the story Morning Glory so okay. get on that sums up that what it was like around that time to be to be alive just sums up that, that, those times in the mid 90s one of the best best albums going some big songs on there Down Look Back in Anger Wonderwall Champagne Supernova Roll With It would you put um, the Oasis alongside like the is it Mick McCartney or Paul McCartney? Yeah, Paul McCartney and, like, would you put would you put them up there? No, because if you didn't have the Beatles and that, you wouldn't have had Oasis because Oasis was basically influenced by the Beatles. So like you can't, I don't, I don't think you can put them on the same level just because without one, you wouldn't have had the other. But okay. for me, Oasis is, is one of my favourite bands. If if not, it's the first like. When I was growing up, it's the first real band that got me. It's the first band that got me into other bands, if you know what okay. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So through liking Oasis, then I started liking the music from the 60s because it made me think, oh, the Beatles, and then I got into that more, even though like Beatles was massive. But when I was like when I was like 10 and 12, you don't really know about the Beatles, do you? But, and then it got me into all other bands and bands now, whatever. So that was a massive album to me. So... If you know, you know. If you don't know, go and check it out. Oasis, what's the story? Morning Glory. That's my shout of the week. Yeah, big up Oasis, man. Big up Oasis. I fuck with them. I know a few tunes from, you know what I'm saying, just going around places and pubs and down here and people play them. But yeah, man, big up, big up your Oasis. Keep, keep, keep up with the good work. Should we call this one a package then, bro? Big package, man. Sealed, signed and delivered. Have you got anything to say to the listeners before we sign off? Um, don't get complacent. Take a, take an example or take a sheet from Liverpool's book, man. When you get too comfortable, that's what happens. You get me. You get found out. So regardless of what level you reach in life, always stay on your toes in it. Always look around you. You get me. You know how if you know about football, when someone whips a pass for you and you control it, look around to make sure no one's on you, and then you keep it moving or you circulate the pass again. So make sure you're always on your toes, man. You're always on your A-game. Obviously, you ain't going to be on your A-game all the time. No one's invincible. There's certain times and days where you don't feel like it. But don't don't dwell on that bullshit, man. Make sure you get back up the next day and you, you get me? Going out there for the kill. Remember this. Every single day in the Serengeti Desert, yeah? Sounds like I'm digressing, but I'm saying the same shit. Every single day in the Serengeti Desert, there arises a lion who knows today I have to kill and eat in order to survive. In that same desert or fucking wildlife, wherever the fuck that is, there arises a gazelle or an antelope that says, you know what, today I also need to go out there to eat so I can survive. But guess what happens? one of them has to give up that day. So either the lion chases and doesn't catch, you get me, and then has nothing to eat for the day, or the gazelle, you get me, same thing, goes out there, you're scared to go out to get food because you're scared of getting caught, 
and then don't have no food to eat. So the moral of the story is, wherever you are in life, when you get up in the morning, you have to run. So when I say run, I'm not meaning running away from shit. You could choose to do that. You could choose to run away from stuff, or you can choose to run to it. So the lion could choose to run and go chase that gazelle down. The gazelle can also choose to not go and get the food, but run away from the lion. So either way, whoever you are, you need to get up in the morning and go get it. So yeah, man, don't be complacent. Go out there, go and get it, man. And keep your, keep, keep your shit on point. Can't say any more than that, and I'm not going to add to that because I can't follow up from that to end the show. Um, all I can say is, um, you know where to find us on the social media at FWTF Pod on Instagram. We still ain't doing that Twitter madness at the minute because of the bullshit thing oh. and all the the badness going on around there. To- Staying to- away from negative and toxic. Yeah, people, yeah, man. toxic. That's the word for Twitter. Toxic Twitter. Yeah, I like uh, that word. But yeah. Um, <laughs> If you tell a friend if you've enjoyed the today show, it's been a football everyone. We won't go swerve on football next time. Don't worry about that. I um, hope you've enjoyed it. Still, don't forget to get your questions in. We we there's a couple of questions. We'll get back. We'll get to them on the next episode. But don't forget to get some new questions in there as well. Just send, drop us a DM or a comment, or just get involved with us. We appreciate the listeners. We had some big listeners this week. Checking the analytics, some more some more listens in America. It's fast becoming our, one of our, our main platform for listeners. So big up to all our American listeners out there. Nice um, UK listeners, obviously. And then listeners that are joining us from all around the world. Singapore, there's some listeners from there. Uh, Ireland, big up to listeners in Ireland. Um, yeah, it means a lot that we're reaching out that many people. So, yeah, um, don't be shy get in touch with us let us know what you think let us know if you've enjoyed the show let us know if you want us to talk about send us your questions and dilemmas and shit in and we'll talk about it next time um and i guess that's it drink plenty of water yeah man beautiful stuff so yeah on that basis it doesn't leave anything else for me to say as a change to regular last week you'll know that we played uh, a song from a friend of the show, Tori Teller, and he played us out the show and we gave him a shout-out. We're going to do the same for, for another friend of the show this week, so bro, over to you to give the details. Hey, yo, big up to Scorcher, man. It's a London-based rapper who I've been listening to for years, you get me? Um, without saying too much, he's just um, made a new collaboration. Well, he's been featured on a song with um, some new producers on a block called Heavy Trackers. And the name of the tune is 500 Likes featuring Scorcher and Koja Radical. So, yeah, man, give that a listen. Go on his page, follow, share. You get me all that good shit, man. Let's do this. So we're going to play that song as we to play us at the end of the show, as we do most weeks with a bit of music. Um, where can we find him, bro? Yeah, hey, man, you can fi- find him on Instagram. I think it's called... Um, at only scorch, I think that's 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 um, that's his Instagram handle. Only scorch or only scorch are one of those names. But if we'll, you just drop, type we'll drop a post on Instagram, yeah, we'll drop see you know where to go. Definitely, man. So um, on that basis, all that leaves for me to say then: God save the Queen, Italy, and, and Nigeria. Nigeria. You get me. Ciao for now, fellas. Ciao for now, brothers. Tara, sisters. Tara. Tara, mokus. Oh.